This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. It's a bit filthy. Souls. Welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I am Dan Hudson. He I'm, is James Barr. I'm James Barr. Don't forget you can get in touch anytime. We are us at gayandongay.com. You do a different voice when you do admin. <laughs> you do a funny voice. Well, no, it's just my professional it, voice. So I know that you think that's funny. So every time I go and do some admin, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, though, because you're like, don't forget you can, uh, you can tweet. You earn a lot more. That's it. I've noticed. Like, you pretend you're not doing admin. That's where, I, that's where my issue is. You, like, lie. You're, try, you're trying to sound natural, so you deliberately put pauses in, but they're in the weirdest place. Don't what do you forget, mean they're in the, the weirdest place? Don't forget, you can uh, contact us at any time. Uh, tweet. But that's better than get, stopping everything what, and being like, don't forget you can get in touch like you do. <laughs> don't Mega voiceover, man. Don't forget you can get in touch at Gaynon. Like, it's better to be... <laughs> It's That's better. not what I sound like. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. Hey, everyone, don't forget you can get in touch with us by tweeting at Gay Non Gay. We're also on Instagram and um, Facebook. Yes. Send us a wave. Yeah. Send us a uh, wave. <laughs> Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. <sighs> okay. This is something I really don't want to talk about, actually. But I think it's really important that we do. I didn't tell you about my last New York trip yet. Did you do the pizza tour? <laughs> no. No, I didn't do the pizza tour, Dan. So last time I went to New York, and trigger warning, this is going to be one of those stories. I had unprotected sex with a few guys. What, like one it. after the other? Yeah. That's fucking dumb, isn't it? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, and I wasn't on drugs. This isn't a chem sex thing. I think I just, it was in December. I think I was just like, obviously I've talked about this a lot with friends and stuff, so I'm going to sound very rehearsed. But I think what happened, and this is so bad, Dan, I broke up with that guy. So in my head, I was like, well, I can't have a relationship, so I'll just do this. And for me, and I know this sounds heavy, but this is kind of what this is kind of how I feel about that moment that decision it almost kind of feels a bit like self-harm for me yeah like it definitely is that that's what it felt like it's also like incredibly irresponsible what do you mean irresponsible? Well, is, it, is it a responsible thing to do to have unprotected sex with anyone for gays and non-gays yeah yes it's a it is yeah by the way, I should rephrase that. You know, if you're in a relationship or whatever, or you know that you're having unprotected sex with a, with someone who is, and you both agree to that, and you are, you know that you're both 
you know... If... Well, I mean, that's a different conversation. No, I know, but I'm just you? making sure that everything is covered so I don't get any... Well, no, I, I think it's fine to say what you said, that it's irresponsible. I was just questioning what you meant by that. Okay, well, I, you I know, didn't know, you know whether you were having a go at me for doing it. Well, or... I kind of am having a go at you. But I don't know why. Why are you having a go at me? You don't understand. You're not gay. You don't get... I, I feel like it's different. Like, obviously it's... But it doesn't... Fine, but I'll, and I'll, I guess I, I don't know that, but... Well, you do, because when, when did you ever get sex education about gay sex at school? You didn't... Well, no, fine. No one gets that. But so that's not... You're, you're you teaching can't... yourself, and you're, you're, like, learning this whole thing for yourself. So I think it's a bit mean to say I'm being irresponsible. Because although, yes, you're correct, it's a little bit deeper than just being like, well, that's fucking dumb, isn't it? Do yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, know. I expect you to say that, and I'm glad you do. It tells me that you care about me a lot, and that's great. But it's a little bit aggressive to just shout that at someone. And yes, of course, <laughs> there are young people listening, but I'm not suggesting it's the right thing to do. I think the right thing to do is to talk about it yeah. and have this conversation. Sorry, obviously, to have a go. I didn't mean to actually have a go. No, it's fine. No, it's just it was just like you just turned into a bit of a dad. Um, we don't have good sex education. No. For, non-gay, uh, for gay people. Like that, that just doesn't happen. Like, and and even at school for straight people, probably like, is it not just like, here's how you make a woman pregnant? It's not like actually useful information in no. terms of like actually having sex. It's it's very much. Yeah. I see it as a quite Christian. It's like this is why you have That's, sex. Yeah, it's but, not you have sex for fun and pleasure. For me, it wasn't. It was like you're having sex to make a baby. That's why in America, when in certain red states where they sort of conservative groups try and shut down like sex education those states end up with very high like pregnancy rates (laughs) and everything else you know high levels of stds and all the rest of it because that's that's a worldwide problem isn't it that sex education is just awful yeah i don't really understand why that is it seems like a like shooting yourself in the foot really in terms of like the cost to the nhs yeah in this country like why would the government not want to but you you've picked up from somewhere that obviously not at school, but somewhere along the way you've picked up the the fact that if you have unprotected sex, you're putting yourself at risk. You've picked that up somewhere. No, right? of course I so knew you, that. So you yeah. obviously got that in your head. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, but it's awful that we have to think we're going to die just when we have sex, and that's the problem with having gay sex for me. Anyways, like it's always associated with like so much fear. Yeah. Like even when I came out to my mom, it was immediately like, oh god, he's going to get AIDS. But yeah. That's really unfair but that's sort of what society i think puts or certainly for me has put on me is like if i'm gay i'm actively choosing to have this risk like yeah it's so sad that we've lost like so many amazing people to this virus and in countries like russia they just ignore and think isn't a problem yeah um even now and and we're really lucky here and and america i think are, are very good with support for people with it and without but yeah so here, so the next part of that story is I immediately let, got off a plane in, in London and went straight to A&E, and I was like, I need to take PEP, which is post-exposure prophylaxis. Right. Um, and basically, it's, it's drugs that you take after you've potentially been exposed to HIV. Yeah. And you take them for like 30 days, twice a day at the same time. And it was so awful. I spent the whole of December being so like run down and concerned about my health and it really was not at all worth it no like i think it has a different effect on everyone but for me it just made me feel like i had a cold the whole month yeah and then of course because of those symptoms you start thinking you've actually got it yeah, yeah. and 
By the way, we should just say, like, drugs now and everything are amazing. So even if you did have it and you were under... Like, people actually say, if you have HIV and you're taking medication, you can now be so undetectable with it that you wouldn't pass it on to anyone if you did have sex with them. Right, okay. So you're safer having sex with someone that knows their status and is on HIV medication and undetectable than you are if, say, for example because I don't know what your status is, we had unprotected sex right now, that's actually less safe. Sure. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Anyway, so I, I've, I've now completed the PEP treatment, and they've now put me on PrEP, which is the treatment you take as a kind of, like, protection from it. So basically you take that once a day, and you're 83% protected from any risk. But they're like, you, still, you should still use a condom, because it doesn't protect you from any other diseases. How do, how do you feel about condoms? Well, they're great, aren't they? But having sex with condoms, do you not have a difference between... Yeah, but also there's a difference between having a kid and not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's quite a big difference. Have you... And I'll go with that difference, do you know what I mean? So you wouldn't trust a girl to say they were on the pill? Well, it depends who it was. But not a random girl, no, never. Oh, really? So every yeah. one night stand you've ever had, you've always used a condom? 100%. Really? Yeah. I've got that idea in my mind. If I did it, I'd end up with a kid. I had a relationship with a guy for a while and we stopped using condoms, but then he cheated on me. So I had to have all these tests and I was quite young then. I was probably 21 and that was really scary. I know I can imagine. And then I think ever since then, I guess I haven't really trusted anyone probably since that. The one time I've, I've had a checkup, I was terrified. The one time? Yeah. The one time you've had a checkup? You've only had a checkup once? That's crazy. Because I've, I've, I've had like 50. I yeah, even, I'm, I'm not having... Not 50, but like definitely a lot. I'm not having unprotected sex with multiple partners. But it's not even I? a question of... I mean, that's just the difference, I think, between us. Like, straight bang, like straight away. That's the crazy difference. I've had so many... But why do I need to go tests. if I... Well, I mean, every time you... Like, just because you haven't had your dick in someone without a condom, you might have had it in her mouth. So you could have contracted something from that. Or vice yeah. versa. I don't really know, but like you could have ended up. I think I've had twice. I think I've had two actually. Great. That's still <laughs> nowhere near the amount that I've had. But I've obviously been with the same person for like. No, I know that. So... But that's just still so insane to me that you've only been once or but twice. I was terrified anyway. I'm terrified anyway, any, any, by any time. That's set, exactly it. Except yeah. for in a hospital, to be but, honest. Yeah. But that's what but... I'm saying. Like it is terrifying. So I don't know why we do that but i think it's right that we should be allowed to and you must be aware of how prep is here in the uk because in america you can get it on your health insurance so everyone seems to be on prep but here it's only available in scotland and wales as part of the national health service right they're paying for it but england isn't because the daily mail i guess came for the government over it did right. you, you heard about that uh, I haven't heard about it. It's not surprising. Well, basically, they're so like, why should hear, gay men be allowed to... And actually, there's so many gay people in the community <sighs> as well that hate, that think prep is really wrong. I, actually, I told my friend I told my friend that I was on it, and he was like, oh, great, that's my money going towards your sex life then. That's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. I actually st stupid thing to say. I can't believe he said that, actually, and I'm really happy I just that's no, How is that any different from condom condoms being available in the NHS, which they are, by the way, if people don't know that. You can get them from your doctor. Why? How is that any different? Or has he got beef with that as well? I don't know. He's not here. So, yeah, his argument, I suppose, is why should the NHS be paying for gay men to have unprotected sex and be sluts? That's actual... That's, that's rhetoric I've heard from the community. Right, but why should... Like, 
equally, why should the NHS pay for the effects of not of people not being which sensible? Is, so my first argument back is why should the NHS be paying for people with smoke? addiction or drinking yeah. problems, liver failure, like the NHS is paying for all of those things. So you can't have that argument about gay men. And I was also saying, oh God, I find this really hard to talk about. I also said to him, like, for me, it's not a case of being like, oh, I'm going to have unprotected sex. And in fact, actually, the only time I've had sex since being on prep, I've used a condom still, which is ridiculous. But it's more like a... Why is that ridiculous? Well, I just think it's crazy that I would happily have unprotected sex yeah, not yeah. being on it. But then suddenly now that I'm on it, I'm like aware. I don't know. It's, really, it's just really strange. Yeah. It's no longer something that can harm me. And I'm hoping that I actually enjoy sex more now yeah. rather than think of it as a big thing. Surely now, if you're faced, surely you'll be like, wouldn't it not occur to you? You'd be like, well, I'm not going to do that again because it was such a bloody palaver. Absolutely. That's exactly how I feel. I, f- I felt really uninterested in sex for so long. I'm and sorry for, if it was uncaring because I really do feel for you because I, I, I would have lost my shit if I thought I had it. And it sounds like if I thought I was susceptible or whatever if i was gay and i thought i had hiv and i had a cold i would go ballistic i'd be like oh my god i've got it and i'd also be like in sort of 1980s it's a death sentence yeah moment no, as I well. know, right that's so exactly I, would, I, I really really do feel for you there's so much stigma yeah. towards people that that have it and actually it really shouldn't be the case at all no um, it really isn't a death sentence like it genuinely isn't but, but it was some, yeah it was and we still remember that and we've lost so many amazing people because of it and it still is in a lot of countries in the world as well. At least it means that when I'm in a relationship with someone, if I want to, I can choose to be unprotected, knowing that I trust that person, but also knowing that if they do something stupid elsewhere, I've protected myself. Because ultimately in life you always have to look after yourself yeah. first. And it's not okay to put your life in someone else's hands in that sense, I don't think. So that's why I think the NHS should be paying for it. And I'm now taking it on an NHS trial in England. So they are trialling it. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Oh, I have to tell you what happened when I picked up the medication when I picked up prep um I got to the window like and there was this old lady in there right and she literally went oh god there's been loads of you today (laughs) loads of what exactly but I didn't ask I guess she meant like gays I guess she meant gays you should have clarified really what and said what what do you mean gays yeah (laughs) anyway so I was like okay and then she um She's like, I'll be back in a minute. And she disappeared for ages, like she was making it. I don't know why prescriptions take so long. What are they doing? Why do they They're take- just double, There's a lot of checking, isn't there? Is there? Yeah, there must be. And then she comes back and she's like, here it is. And it, honestly, I've, it's three months worth. So there's a lot of packaging. Yeah. Um, so you're well, 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 well prepped. And she's. <laughs> that's a really bad joke, Dan. Well, I've got. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find the humour where I can in this uh, <laughs> in this episode. Okay, well it's coming. <laughs> Although this is, I've picked this up now. Um, so bless her. I mean, I probably shouldn't say bless her. I told my housemate, and he was really angry. He was like, "That is not how the NHS. That is not how they should behave." Anyway, so she's she's like giving me the medicine, and I'm about to leave, and she says, "Wait, did they talk to you about this at all?" And obviously, I'm like, "Well, yeah, of course they did. It's a tri- it's a trial. Like, you don't just get." 
giving it to you, you speak to someone. She's like, well, you should know that it makes you fart. Right. That was it. She okay. said, is that the payoff? She sent me on my way. Yeah, that's the payoff for this very long story. Okay, well. <laughs> I was so mortified, though, Dan. And also, why would a drug that is protecting you from HIV during anal sex have a side effect of giving you wind? Well, because those, I don't, well, why, I don't know, why wouldn't it? Loads of things do. <laughs> what happens, what happens if, you know what, what happens com- if you're, if you're getting, you know. Right. And that happens. That's that, what, is, that's my concern. Has I that wonder- happened? I don't mean, not in the face, but have you, like, what happens if, 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 some, you know, some bloke's like, you know, having sex with you and you do that, what happens? Or is that not possible? Not just a, a, what do you mean? a, a gay man. Are you saying like just, if he's inside of you? Yeah. Well, hang on. This happens to women as well. So you must have had this happen in non-gay sex. Well, I haven't. No, that's why I'm asking the question. You've never had a girl... You've never, for want of a better term, you've never had anyone fanny fart? Yeah, that's different. Is it? It's not the arse, is it? <laughs> no. Isn't it the same thing, though? It's no. The- <laughs> it is the same thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Why isn't it the same thing? Because it's literally not the same thing, is it? <laughs> it is. It's not the same as like... It's the same effect, though. If, if you're like putting wind in something, no, it just, then it's going to come back out, isn't it? It doesn't, it doesn't... It's not... That's just a noise, that one. Right. As opposed to... What does to, it sound like? Oh my gosh, what does it sound like? It sounds the same, but it doesn't... Um, <laughs> it's not the same, is oh it? Oh my God, but what kind of sound? Like, is it more... You know, you, you know exactly what... Is it more high-pitched? No, or? it's... Like, well, it, it's but there are different types of that well, noise. Well, yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's an impossible question. Is but, it like a long long one or a short one? Like a, well, it, as, is a, it like a... Or like a... I'm, you're asking the wrong person, really. Why? Because I'm, <laughs> well, you want to ask a woman, don't you? I guess so. Okay, fine. But... Let's get back to where I was. What am I answering? I was saying, if, if if some dude's got his cock in your ass, right, and you fart, what happens? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Well, nothing. Or is happen- that not possible? I really don't know how to answer. I mean, well, get, what, try. What, what, what do you need to know? I mean, you don't follow through, do you? Because you've already douched. See episode gay questions. Um, so, <laughs> although is that? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, that's all. Of, that's I mean, all this is such a weird. Point. I don't know what you're asking me. It's just you know exactly what I'm asking you because I've just, just asked saying, you in layman's terms. No, you're saying what? <laughs> you're not. I don't know what you want me to say. What did you expect to happen? You just fart, don't you? I suppose I haven't done but, it. Yeah. Okay, fine. I haven't that's, done that's it. That's all I, I want to know. I don't fart ever. Okay, fine. Do you get in touch this anyway? Is so great. Why are you getting getting in touch about what? I don't. I feel so. I, you know, I'm more mortified talking about farting than I am any of the previous things we've talked about in this episode so far. Right, it's more embarrassing to me. Why? I have no idea. It is what it is, James. No, I hate. I hate it. It's better out than in. Sometimes. No, stop it. Bums. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want any more information about any of the issues that we discussed in this week's episode, uh, look at the Terence Higgins Trust in the UK. They are tht.org.uk. The Terence Higgins Trust have loads of info on prep, HIV, and sexual health advice. tht.org.uk. Plus, if you're interested in getting prep, you can buy it in the UK if it's not available on the NHS in your area at iwantprepnow.co.uk. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at gaynongay.com or just search non gay at your fave pod app.